dough coming from the rack store. Bet this back in the Mac in the back flow. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take calls so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making dough right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck, will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rap rap from the stash app. Black pill taking lead in this Today is Thursday, the 9th of March, 2023. I welcome to Crypto America's favorite breakfast show. Today we have Bruce Rackman, the raccoon lover lover, having a chat with Eric, the neck Weissenan, about the god-awful state of tokenomics in the cosmos. Over to you, Bruce. Welcome, Eric. Wasting wasting I've been practicing. Oh, man. for fuck's sake, Bruce, really? <laughs> Eric, can you please school him real quick on how to say it? Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, I say a Weissenden. I actually met, uh, there's a Finnish guy on Vilabs because it's a Finnish last name. He's like, oh, yeah, no, in, in Finland it's called uh, Vaisanen. So uh, apparently that's more accurate. I don't know. Don't see it too often. Got it, man. How long have you had the nickname, the neck? <laughs> Just God. Oh, this is gonna stick, isn't it? Uh, less than forty-eight hours, according to the post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know why? Do you have this nickname? Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna have to fully break it down for me. Okay, so the reason why you have this nickname is because after just DMing with you for a few moments, I realized you have a massive brain when it comes to tokenomics. I realized, like, when you have a massive tree with huge crown. It gotta have a huge stem, right? To hold that weight. So, that's that's the origin of that name. That's your origin story from now on. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I'm so happy you're enjoying it. So, yeah, let's get into it, man. Um, you are a tokenomics guy. So, yeah, you have a background in card counting, right? Yes, sir. I, uh, I got into table games dealing while I was 21. Went to card dealing school when I was 18 before I started college and uh it was a great trade I enjoyed it and dealing one day uh I had a card counter at my table get backed off I'm like what card counting's a thing so I googled it and started the next day and it was it was dope it got my wife and I um a nice place after we graduated and now I can't play blackjack anymore <laughs> that's tough huh <laughs> honestly it worked out because I got into crypto because I needed a new side hustle Around like the end of 2016, beginning of 2017. So uh, can't complain there. Plus, uh, cool memories. Awesome. That's like a kind of rap background story, I would say. Unless like you're a Rain Man, and like the only one you know. N- not a savant, maybe autistic. I don't know. I don't know either, man. I'm, I can't diagnose that. But thank you, thank you for that story, Eric. So like, I come from Raccoon. Raccoon Supply and Raccoon FM, and we are some gambling DJs ourselves, so always nice to be joined by a likewise fella. I 
love everything about casinos. I actually studied economic philosophy in college. So I care a lot about macroeconomics, but also a lot about just any type of game theory. So not not too much you could do with a degree, except I did get into like, aside from dealing, I got into game auditing, game creation. I actually made quite a few changes in Southern California uh, tables that, that are currently offered there. And um, then <laughs> I actually found a place where you get to design economies here in crypto. So it's a, a really nice niche that I didn't think would be available. And I was just studying it because it was a passion and college was free. That's awesome, man. Really, really nice when stuff just funnels it its way to to a better place or a more beneficial place or whatever you want to call it. So I want to get into, you said something in the DMs that have been the talk of the town like the last couple of months, I would say. And you said that the Cosmos economics isn't the best in the world. The tech is great, right? <laughs> the tech is fantastic. The throughput's wonderful. The Tenderbit consensus is is amazing. And yeah, it's got some of the worst economics in Web3. Oh, that sounds juicy, bro. Can you elaborate a bit on that? Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> so abstracting tokenomics, let's just kind of think about how this would work from a business perspective. I've got a brilliant software idea. It's going to change the world. I go out and build it. It's absolutely amazing. It works every way that every, exactly how I thought it would, how I hoped it would. A lot of other people said it was impossible. Now I've got it. I'm going to give it away for free. How much money is that going to make me? And if the answer is none, then that's that's where Adam's at. <laughs> yeah. Basically, man. And what? so what's your deal with that, bro? Are you going to improve it for us? Or? <laughs> I'm, I'll go where I'm paid. So uh, the projects that I'm working on directly will be massive improvements. I'm not going to go and fix Adam for everybody else. Like, not only do I not think that's necessarily fixable, they, uh, there are ways that they can improve it. But once they are post money, like you'll see with the ICS and whatnot, it's like, oh, now we have some revenue. And the revenue is not going to be nearly high enough to justify a multi-billion dollar valuation. And I don't currently hold any Adam. So I'm not really going to go work on it. I, I, I get the I, right now, pretty much the entire market is fully speculative. And I'm not, I don't like speculating on things that don't already have value, hoping that someday they do that will justify a multi-billion dollar valuation. So Adam and a lot of the tokens in the ecosystem, I just honestly stay away from and just choose to work on what is already going to be good. And a lot of that's the stuff that I'm directly working on. I thought you would say that. So the rumors of this on the streets, Eric, is that, and this is these are not my words. I've just picked this up amongst the trash cans. Like the rumors on the streets is that there is a guy walking around called the Nick and he has a great desire to like strangle Osmo. Is that true? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, Eric the Neck Weissenden uh, also talks. But I have a pretty bare thesis on osmosis, to be honest. I, I love the team. I use Osmo a, a ton, ton of times because I enjoy trading. Um, and the, the UI is brilliant. I've used tons of BSC farms. I've used tons of Ethereum type stuff. I got into crypto doing types of trading and whatnot. Just, you know, I was okay at it. And um, realistically, AMMs don't make sense. That's, uh, I, I didn't actually come into the space like, oh, I want to build an AMM. Everyone else is doing AMMs. I want to build an AMM. I wanted to build something bigger than DeFi's ever experienced. And the 
matter of fact is there is not an AMM good enough to sustain what I want to build. It would absolutely obliterate anything in its way. And that includes osmosis. Like it, it's, it's not sustainable. It earns now finally some revenue, what $60 a day from MEV or something like that's not enough to sustain a multi-billion dollar valuation. You can't fund the team once there's no max token supply with their 25% tax, which is more than they even give to all LPs, which is insane. But like even talking to VCs and whatnot, like just, Keeping the price high and then OTCing it like will only get you so far, especially when you have like a, a definitive timetable. So maybe they find a way to fix it. I in general think that most projects are going to fail. It's not like oh this one's going to fail and this one's going to fail. We're we're really early. It's the dot com bubble, but what does come from this will be amazing. And in order to build what will make crypto amazing, we need an AMM that has a sustainable business model. It's not going to have a four year turnover. And um, Cosmos is a, has the best tech. So it is the best place to build it because we're not dependent on everyone else's tokenomics. And so I built Master Vault. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're going to get into that later. I read the white paper, bro, and I'm not a tokenomics guy at all or a tech guy in that sense. I'm a gamer and a human dude. Um, but I was very impressed about like the, some of the logic behind it. Thanks. And the and I... plasma pools and all this stuff. But yeah, I want to get into that later. Um, sorry for cutting you off, bro. But... What was that thing you want to build that what is going to blow everything up, man? What what was that? Is it a bomb? Uh, no, <laughs> it is not a bomb. Uh, I, I'm not going to give that out yet. Um, we'll make some headway on that in about a year and a half, two years. Okay, got you. I I I understand. Like, if you got innovation, man, don't 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 tell it in a, on a recorded space. Exactly. So you. Um, a little about the tokenomics, right? You you re reworked Archway's tokenomics. Tokenomics is that right? Yes. So um, we started building AstroVault on Archway. Um, just we we aligned with them in vision. We really liked the team, uh, and just we we figured like our innovation is not technical. Our innovation is economic in nature, and we went, wanted to go to a place with great tech that was focused on economic innovation. So I met them in Colombia. I went to represent Astrovault. I was not a part of the Phylabs team, but they gave me a nice orange shirt. And after talking to them, we got along really well. And I already do a lot of tokenomics consulting. They wanted to talk to me. And I was like, yeah, maybe part-time or consulting. They're like, no, we want you full-time. We want you to get involved here, help out with some biz dev, some marketing type stuff. I have some experience podcasting. And uh, it worked out. So I took full-time. I got health insurance again because it's been a while. So uh, I helped get my daughter taken care of. and. Um, it's been a great experience, but when I did come in, I realized that it, things were not as safe as they were hoping with. Their ideas were fantastic, but there's a lot of nuance in what they're trying to do. Like it, It's really not easy, and you can see that it's been delayed, but it will have a lot of novel solutions. But I was able to fix it up and just pretty much redesign it with, um, with my experience in tokenomics and their uh, ideas and what we're building in the current simulations. It's looking really good. Exciting, man. I'm I'm excited about it as well. Um, especially Raccoon, as far as I know, going to launch on on Archway. Have you heard about that? Nice. I I heard rumors. I was really hoping, but if that's verified, then sweet. I'm I'm not I'm not verifying anything, bro. I'm also he hearing rumors, and I'm very excited about those rumors. Have you tried the platform, Raccoon? I have, and I love anything gambling based. <laughs> Awesome to hear it, bro, man. Drop, uh, drop by the Discord anytime and come and hang out and chill. Well, I'll drop by the Discord. Also, I am a diehard Trash Pandas fan, the double-A baseball team for the Angels. So uh, I, I have some nice raccoon hats already. Bro, awesome. Go and share that on the Discord. We love it. Love to see the outfits. 
So let's uh, let's get into uh, Astro Vault a bit, if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, sounds good. First off, thank you for reading the white paper. I really do appreciate that. Yeah, bro. Uh, I actually had to like pull myself self together to do it, but it was no bad read at all. It was uh, very informative, and it was uh, yeah, good read, man. I learned I learned something, and I appreciate that, man. Thank you, and much props to Ethan. We co-wrote the paper. He's also my co-founder of Astrovault. We've done everything together. Um, most of the math and a lot of the designs, me, a lot of the uh, uh, well put together wording. Obviously, I'm a little bit um, rough around the edges. Uh, he polishes that off a lot. A lot. So it's like I, I'm happy with the paper. I think you should be, man. I think you should be. Oh, one question. I'm good. Just gonna backtrack a bit. Do you have a raccoon NFT? I believe I have one on secret somewhere. Oh, but it's a secret. No, he, he said on secret somewhere. That's the problem, man. You go on the secret. You put your, you, you, you get your stuff, and then the next thing you're like not sure where it is. That's all I have to say about that. But hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hope everybody's hey, doing. This good. is B Bands. No, it's it's, it's our it's, lovely co-host. It's Mr. B Bands, actually. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hi, Raccoon. Hi, Eric. I just wanted to say that real quick. Sorry. I didn't mean to inter uh, interrupt the cadence of your conversation. Okay. Don't worry about it, B-Bands. You're always an uh, attribute, always. So, yeah, back to uh, Astro Vault. So, like, the AMA, AMA, AM, oh, my God, AMM problem on, in Cosmos, like, you, you needed to solve that to, like, get closer to your own dream. So, that's Astro Vault, right? Yeah. Um, and it's not... Osmosis is actually better than on most other DEXs, like in, in all ways, including financial. It's just better is still like terrible. Like they're, they're nothing, you're, you're giving, being, being given false choices when none of them make sense. And so, yeah, I, I believe that Astro Vault is the new AMM model that will go forward where things make more sense, um, where things have business models again, where projects have revenue. And I think that we will be copied a lot uh, in many ecosystems. Bro, I, I I think so too, man. Just by reading that white paper. So getting into Astro Vault, I, I read about like your core principles and sustainability is like a big part of that, right? Yeah. Um, right now, the funding model on Web three is like get an idea, get a grant, build out an MVP of it at best. You're not encouraged to maintain it. It's one of the reasons I like Archway. You're finally encouraged to actually maintain something, keep it usable, and then go on and find a different team or try to get a different grant. And it's all grants here and there. It's all VCs trying to like pump and dump different things. Um, and it's just, it, it's garbage. I want a something that's going to last for a hundred years. I want to build something that, that, that becomes the next Google, the next Amazon, not just that becomes the next monkey NFT that you flip and then move on and have the last person who buy it cry. Yeah, that, that makes sense, man. So you were talking about, um, and forgive me, bro, if I'm, I'm jumping over important steps, man, uh, I'm still new in the field. So you're talking about the mercenary capital versus sustainability in the paper. And I'm like, when I see the word sustainability, I love it because it's not, as you said, it's not a common thing in, in crypto. Yeah. Um, so... Let's walk back through the history of how AMMs came about. Um, and Uniswap wasn't the first one, but it was the first one that gained like significant traction. And the idea was they were frustrated by, like, even in the Bitcoin white paper, which we do reference in the Astrobot white paper, 
the idea was that they we shouldn't be beholden to any other companies that would hold in custody our tokens or our money. Like we had to be independent. He was basically envisioning DeFi and we're stuck with Coinbase. And so their idea was like, well, we can make smart contracts that do what Coinbase does. And so having a team of hundreds of people, they had five guys come on, make a code base of a little bit of code. Their issue was like, while Coinbase takes the 0.2% fees or whatever it is, um, they would then give those fees to these liquidity providers because you need liquidity to, to process these trades. But that 0.2% fee on Coinbase was the revenue. And by giving that to the liquidity providers, there's now no longer any team or company revenue. And so how do they solve this? They launch a token. So like, oh, it, uh, it, it governs stuff. What does it govern? Uh, parameters. Like how much money does it make? Nothing, but it has a multi-billion dollar valuation. So literally they created the token because they didn't have any revenue. And that is the model that has been copied over and over and over again, because they're still reliant on mercenary capital, which is what we call um, these liquidity providers that will go and yield farm, move here, move there, chase the APR. Uh, it's not locked in. They don't own any of it. They're not earning any of it. Um, and they, it could leave at any time. And then the protocol is useless. Thanks, bro. Uh, I saw your hand. Um, I was just curious. So this is like a, I feel like this is maybe maybe I'm confused, like a VC Ponsonomics issue that a lot of these AMA AMMs are having. Is that what you is that what you're saying? Or um, maybe I, I'm not saying that they're Ponzi's necessarily, but I guess yeah, it's a yeah, it's a way of tricking VCs into giving us money. Um, and then the way that you if you look up like how to compare which AMMs are undervalued. They'll compare like volume to TVL. They'll compare TVL uh, to market cap. All of these different things are different ways of trying to compare them because if you compare the revenue, it's zero to zero to zero and their expenses are somewhere between the six figures to the eight figures. And, and so like, those are what I use to compare projects. And that's why my, like, my realization is that like almost all these things are actually valued at zero or close to it. Um, and they don't have a great way of functioning. So it, it's not necessarily that they're Ponzi's governance power itself is worth something more than zero. I just argue that that number is more than zero and a lot less than several billion dollars. Thanks. That's yeah. Thank you for that, man. Easy to know you easy to hear. You know what you're talking about. So like if there's no sustainable way right now and you're going to build that, like how, how can you prove this sustainability? Is that with the, with the plasma pools and the gravity? Gravity, gravitate token, I can pronounce it. Um, so proving the sustainability will come through proving revenue. And so like where the osmosis token, like they can argue like, oh, well, we're also a layer one, but they don't commoditize their block space. So to me, like in general, layer ones aren't doing great. Archway, Ethereum's doing a good job. I think Archway then does a better job. Obviously I'm biased. Like I'm the one that built out their tokenomics, but they're the only real two layer ones that are actually commoditizing their block space properly. Um, so I, the layer, as far as I'm concerned, a layer one is just higher expenses without any additional revenue. And other than that, like it's when you have these governance tokens, what do they govern? And we're the first protocol that's actually governing external funds. We have an autogenic treasury that's consistently growing. It's uh, we have a, a Panamanian foundation set up with the token holders as beneficiaries. That Panamanian foundation owns the DAO owned treasury. So you are legally the owner of that treasury when you're holding our token. And now you can have spend proposals that aren't just like, hey, 
spend whatever like our token is like you can have a spend proposal and spend arch you can have a spend proposal on axv and and spend atom because our protocol is earning these tokens but additionally now to show that like to show sustainability you can stake axv to earn atom you can stake axv to earn arch to earn juno we're not asking for voluntary contributions from these layer ones we're literally earning liquidity and earning rewards from their inflation and um a lot of that comes from what inflation's meant to be purposed for and how we're retroactively solving the problems that should have been solved from day one. Very precise. Very precise. So going back to the core principles of like creating sustainable value, capture value sustainability, and create a catalyst for liquidity on Archway. And then you have like facility the growth of the cosmos. And we all really like the last one, I say. So is all this going to be going through a DAO on the AVX and Astro Vault or like how are you going to how are you going to secure all this stuff how are you going to do it yes yeah, so AXV will be the DAO token but yet um yet there will be the AXV DAO and the DAO will be earning not only like so the trade fees depending on the pools nebula pool trade fee goes to buy back and burn the token countering inflation with deflation um the plasma pools, the trade fee remains in the pool as protocol owned liquidity. And then similarly, we're also earning the liquidity through the staking rewards of the of the layer one assets we're supporting the liquidity for. And um, the DAO can vote to do whatever they want with these. So not only can we vote, like <laughs> there's so much we can do just for governance. Uh, we can literally vote on Adam proposals. We can literally vote on, on uh, Archway proposals with your AXV staked token. Um, but furthermore, you can vote on our own AXV proposals on what to do with the money, on how to process and move around the liquidity on whatever directions we want to take uh, the protocol. Like not just parameters, we're voting with money and not just our money. We're voting with money in other ecosystems. And that that hasn't been done before, right? Uh, the the idea of Dowception has been toyed around with. Um, you're, I, the closest thing I... I say we can compare it to is probably the the curve wars where like convex is getting um voting power in curve but again i'm not even fans of either of those platforms all of it's just trying to kick the bucket further down the road and eventually you realize the bucket's empty what ours is doing it is far more direct where eventually like the, the risk is as we solve these problems and as we get large to- our DAO gets large token shares in the layer ones directly that we become a, a governance whale and yeah, not only can you stake AXV to earn Atom without a 21-day lockup period, but like now the AXV vote on Atom proposals is really desired. And now people are petitioning us to try to get our DAO to vote properly in their DAO. And similarly, other protocols are being built out to use Astrovault because we unlock so much efficiency that has not been available for DeFi, um, lending protocols especially. Like there's there's so much that can be done more efficiently on Astrovault that by them doing that, they're gonna earn a ton of AXV. So then <laughs> uh like kind of like convex versus curve, like they might have to be petitioning, like say Amulet or a different lending protocol that's building out on us to control the AXV vote, which controls the Atom vote. And all this Dowception stuff is, is going to get weird, but it's also going to be really cool. It sounds really cool. Like I'm a, I'm a part of the Juno community and we really love the Dow tooling over here and price ourselves on having some of the best Dow tooling that's available. Like what's your, what's your, what's your perspective on that? I am a huge fan of DowDow and everything that they have built there. I mentioned I do a lot of tokenomics consulting. I am an advisor on a project that will also be doing 
DAO tooling and more um, on Archway that I'm very, very bullish about. It is not Astro Vault, but we will work closely with them. Exciting, man. You gotta, you gotta need some good DAO tooling for for what you're gonna do. So that, that AVX DAO, that's gonna hold a lot of funds, it sounds like. So how are you gonna secure that? Here in Juno, we have had some takeovers, unfortunately, on the DAOs because people haven't been diligent enough with securing it. Uh, so the AXV DAO will actually be set up before and probably won't be using the just base like DAO tooling thing. So we've already built out all the contracts and everything for it. Um, we have proper types of multi-sigs and stuff in place. Like everything is fine. Obviously, like legally, we set it up far beyond whatever normal DAOs do. Just having a Panamanian foundation that governs the DAO treasury, uh, which is really cool. But um, no, we're, we're, we're safe. It's good. And the funds will, by default, be providing liquidity on the platform. That's why we're not just other groups are having protocol owned liquidity, which they're doing through kind of like shitty versions of bonds, which don't quite work the way everyone wants them to or thinks they do. And ours is we're trying to coin the term protocol earned liquidity, where we're not asking for voluntary contributions or selling our token at a discount. We're actually earning liquidity through the services that we offer. And uh, it'll stay in liquidity until we have spend proposals or governance proposals to move it around. You thought about everything, right? Sounds like it, man. It's very impressive. I, I've never thought about everything, and I'm always questioning everything. But uh, so so far, the questions that usually get raised to me, I have uh, thought through. But nothing is ever permanently safe, and we're always, everybody's at risk of uh, a mango market's half. So I have a quick question. Um, what was that you said? The Panamanian Foundation? Is that the name of the DAO? Or, or did I mishear uh, that? I'm, I'm sorry. You heard everything correctly. Um, the DAO is called the AXV DAO. That will be the ticker for our token. Um, it, it, we have a Panama, We have secured a Panamanian company that has an operating agreement to, uh, saying that like that is the owner of the DAO treasury that arises, and the beneficiaries of that treasury are the token holders of the AXV token. So it's not our money that we let you guys vote around with. It is the AXV DAO's money legally uh which is great for like tax purposes and whatnot and, and maintaining like compliance we're, we're very very focused on regulatory compliance which i don't think has been properly done very well um and like not just cosmos but a lot of web3 in general but uh yeah so there is a panamanian foundation that is owned and governed by the axv DAO token holders and that is where legally the DAO treasury resides even though it will pragmatically be providing liquidity on astro vault Thank you. Thanks, man. You got anything to add to that, B-Bands? No, I was just saying thank you. Um, I'm sorry. I'm like at the gym. No, don't, don't, don't be, man. He, his answers, Eric, your answers are so specific and technical, informed, and it's it's hard to follow up on it. I think for me, but maybe that's just my inexpertise. <laughs> sorry, Pam. I, I really like hanging out in your guys' spaces and just being a listener. I really do love your content. This is just the the stuff that I focus on, like. 15 hours a day. So uh, I, I'm I'm pretty in-depth. I should probably work on uh, simplifying and using more broad terms. No, I don't think so. It's absolutely not a criticism, criticism of you. On the contrary, man. On the contrary. That's why they call me the neck. <laughs> exactly. Oh, there you go, man. It's festing, man. I love it. Fucking love it, bro. So, like, I have some serious questions, Eric. I love Juno, man. Why why not Juno? Why Archway? 
Remember how I mentioned that layer ones don't commoditize block space? Yeah. One of my biggest so, things when analyzing tokenomics on any project um, is why do they need a token? And then what does success look like for them with and without a token? And one of the most frustrating things to me in Web3, it's a great thing for keeping things not a security, but it's a terrible thing for investment, is the idea that projects or products can succeed without that being reflected in positive token price action. And what I mean by that is like Ripple. I, I am a huge fan of Ripple. I would buy stock in the Ripple company. I will not touch XRP because they can fully, fully um, secure their vision. They can potentially like overtake Swift. They could be a tens of trillions of dollar company and all of that could work if the Ripple price was at five cents. So then why would the price go to hundreds of dollars? Like just uh, speculation. So um, one of the many economic philosophies I'll refer to is uh, casino capitalism. It's this idea that they're like capitalism is only based on speculation and not enough real world products uh, um, or effective uh, visions are being realized. <laughs> and that is absolutely where we're at. And maybe casino capitalism will be enough to have the token price be higher for long enough for me to cash out. I'm not trying to build something where I can cash out at a higher price. Like that is the root of what Ponzi's are. And Juno does not commoditize this block space. It doesn't charge anything for gas. It added a very rudimentary version of a fee split, which is, is cute, but is going to be bypassable. Um, just, I don't know, being compared to like Honto or Juno lately has been like a little frustrating because we're like Archway is so, so drastically much more. And I love how fair Juno has been. I love the community and the ethos, and it's nothing against them. It is against all layer ones, except for Ethereum and Archway, because they don't sell anything. Their revenue is zero or next to it, and their expenses are super high. They don't make sense. And if they did succeed, if a bunch of dApps built out on them succeeded, DowDow gets millions of users, like that does not necessitate demand for the Juno token. And so it can work properly at a price of zero, which makes me just not want the token. So I love the network. I just don't choose to hold it. Makes sense, man. So, yeah. Like I'm looking at my Juno bag right now with some different size. Like, did you just fuck the whole whole chain, Eric? I I hate it. I I love Juno. I like that a lot of people um, building out on it. I love the Cosmos community. I feel guilty for not holding a lot of Atom. I don't have uh, a ton of crypto right now, personally, anyways. But it it's frustrating to me because I do believe that this tech stack is where the future and the innovation comes from. I just like eventually when it comes to migrations, it's always more efficient to start a new token and a new protocol, especially that you have more ownership of than it is to migrate something you have less ownership of um, and reward all the previous investors and token holders. Uh, like, so example, if Osmosis had some kind of like revision or fix or people come and ask me, they're like, oh, well, we, we see your white paper. We like your vision. What if Osmosis goes and does it? It would always be more efficient to not reward all of the other previous Osmo holders. Like that, that is the least efficient way to go about it. So like Archway is going to be open source. You'll be able to see everything that we're doing. I'm going to have like a 40 page econ paper that drops like walking through a lot of this stuff. A lot of it probably more complicated than the Astro Vault white paper. Uh, not only is like Juno not technically able to like migrate, they'd have to like completely relaunch the chain. There's so many differences. Like Archway honestly looks nothing like the rest of Cosmos other than like IBC enabled and it'll feel the same for end users. But um. Like it just, it, 
it's not close. Like if they did commoditize their block space, then they'd see like how little the, the demand currently is. And then it justifies a valuation much lower than would cover expenses. I don't know. Thanks for that, man. Um, I don't hold any atom either myself, to be honest. The government has, governance has been a joke and yeah, a lot of stuff with that. So like, can can Juno be saved in the eyes of the neck? I am never going to count anyone out, especially Juno's fantastic community. Um, I do think that they're going to have to copy a lot of other things um, and they're going to need a lot more cohesion. Right now, I don't see a lot of like core developers or a lot of like great innovation or development happening if they are just a generic layer one i i currently think they're on the path to be drowned out by all of the other new layer ones that have innovation not just archway but there's a lot more innovation coming to um cosmos specifically but uh they definitely can be saved and it would take you guys building a um building out the substantial community i think the the raccoon club specifically is one of the best things to happen to juno Thank you for that, man. So that's kind of what brings me into like my next next question here. So like RegFM, we we're working hard for the community, right? And we wanna we wanna sort out some of the bad actors, and yeah, we wanna have we wanna do funding also. So, what do you think about Reg driving funding through different methods and and chain channels? Uh, do it. I'd support it. Um, so Astro Vault actually wants to help foster and facilitate a cross ecosystem community. I mean, it's kind of weird to have like Osmosis Maxis, and we are not trying to replace Osmosis Maxis with Astro Vault Maxis. Like we are a product. We are an AMM. We want to be the trading hub for all of the cosmos and eventually the greater web three. But like, I don't know. It's, it's weird to think about just one product being a maxi. Like, especially we make our revenue through these other, like primarily layer ones. So we want to drive the communities of the layer ones we foster. We don't want like, oh, we're AXV maxis. We want everyone to use AXV, everyone to like, uh, especially we solve the liquidity problem for way cheaper than anybody else can. So they're, they're going to have to use Astro Vault for a lot of things. But we want to sponsor then a cross-chain ecosystem community. So we'd definitely be open to helping fund uh, the, the raccoons going forward um, once <laughs> once we get money in. Um, but that's kind of what we want to set up. Instead of all the tribalism we currently see, we want to help uh, foster support, uh, education, um, cross-community ecosystems and whatnot. Uh, and do lots of pro bono and free marketing to the layer ones we're supporting. Because at the end of the day, we're not earning a ton of dollars we're earning a ton of crypto and the way astro vault can fail is if all of the tokens that we support for liquidity fail so we can't justify their valuations but we can do everything we can to enable them to capitalize and capture the real world value that they're aiming to and uh, we think we can do that through a cross community so we, we actually think we align very well in vision with you guys and support you guys pursuing funding awesome man because yeah we want to wreck fm want to I know RegFM want to stay impartial, right? And we want to be cross-chain and we want to be be spotting out all the blue chip good guys, right? You got to be cross-chain because um, Skelly's is on his way to Polygon and Polygon's not in the cosmos. Just saying. But Polygon is IBC connected now. And so our goal at Archway is to be the front end 
for everything IBC, where everyone just interacts with it on Archway, but it can actually be taking place on Polygon or Juno or anywhere else. But kind of like every other IBC chain is its own uh, rollup. Awesome, man. Yeah. Just going to finish my shill here. So we wanna, we really want to change the game here in RegFM and like any funding we get, we're going to stake it and invest in contracts because we want to support the community as well, right? Love it. So thank you, Eric. So like, did do you think, I have a critic, critic question here. So do you think that Juno front run Archway with the with the copy pasta on the fee split. <laughs> I think they tried to. <laughs> Same with Conto. You're seeing everywhere that and it's Yeah. It, sure. <laughs> but but what, Eric? They there's a lot more to Archway than a gas fee split. I think it was a very rudimentary understanding of um what is being built out. And uh think like there there were quite a few like twitter posts i saw when like the, the prop came up for getting rid of 50 percent. like oh now there's no need for archway stupid vc token and whatnot uh they i archway is very very underestimated right now which it, it's a really nice time to be behind the curtain and to be actively involved in uh what is being built out because it, it it's a behemoth and it's so drastically different and better than everything else that has like two to six months runway and no uh, no moat. So, like, if you say, like, if it's a misconception that the fee split was like a unique selling point for Archway, what is the unique selling point then? Perpetual and customizable uh, revenue. So, gas rebates is one of the three types of developer revenue being earned. Um, the most important type is premiums, where individual developers can charge however much they want. Uh, for the contracts to be used, whether by users or called by other contracts. And that's something that's not bought, bypassed by an optimistic rollup. Um, commoditizing this block space is what I think is the most important for the sustainability of the layer one. The idea that like Phylabs has a team of 40 something people, like they all have to eat. And right now, like <laughs> Cosmos, I guess optimized, I'm not gonna say optimized anything really, um, but they decentralized per the perpetual overhead for um, infrastructure costs through how they have really high staking rewards going to validators and stakers. And that's super inefficient, but they're not optimizing for anything else like core teams. You see, uh, uh, you, you see teams shutting down public goods uh, because they're not getting the funding properly. That is because of terrible initial setup. Archway has all of that figured out much better. Oh, that sounds good, man. Uh, if you don't mind, I would like to bring up uh, a dev, um, Raccoon. Awesome. So one of the reasons I want to do this is that Raccoon is probably one of the products that has created the most transactions on, on Juno, at least at peak performance. Um, I brought you up, Raccoon. Please come up, Mal, if you want. Yeah, in general, Ra Raccoon Supply and Dow are the only ones we see really gaining traction. So welcome up, Mal. Love Gelato. Yeah, we also starting to love Gelato here. We had the we had some initial lactose intolerant, but we got over it. It took a little lactate, you know, that pill that you take when you have want to have a little ice cream, and everyone's better now. <laughs> I've never, I've never heard about that, man. I just, I just eat the ice cream. 
Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for uh, bringing us up. Uh, I just want to say, like, uh, it's been a very uh, insightful space, and I really liked uh, what you discussed, Eric, about the economics and stuff like that. Very interesting. So, thanks. Sorry, my opinions aren't what everyone wants to hear. I'm not out here saying wag me and making a whole bunch of friends, but I promise to be honest, and I, I do respect and everyone and I'm, I'm really grateful for what's come and i hope that everyone's able to turn it around and that we all make it yeah exactly that's how we we see it too like i prefer hearing like the, the real truth even though if it's sometimes hurtful but like at the end of the day do you want to live in something where you know the truth or just want to hide from it but yeah like you said it's everyone's opinion but uh very in line with what you said and uh yeah sugar-coated niceties are disrespectful to people's time and uh expertise I completely agree, man. Like, this is also one of the core values here at, at, at Rec FM. Like, we want to speak the truth. We want to be authentic. And we want to get shit, shit done, right? want to try and face everything and avoid nothing. So, like, B-Benz, do you have any questions? Or if there's any questions in the audience, I think this is the time to ask it. Well, if there's no question, I maybe add something I noted at some point. I already talked about like the uh, I don't remember the exact name, but you were speaking about like not a protocol own, but a protocol earn liquidity. So I, maybe I wanted to have a bit more info about this. I wasn't sure I understood correctly what it was. Yes. So um, thank you. Um, if you go through the Astro Vault white paper, check out astrovault.io, and there's a link to the white paper at the very beginning of it. Um, section six, uh, well, the, the two different types of, um, basically funding we get is like through trading volume and then through liquidity where the first AMM to actually earn revenue through its liquidity. Um, most liquidity is usually a negative metric for AMMs, even though it's not vocalized that way, just because it's the denominator, um, from the volume. So, <clears throat> um, we earn through our liquidity because we're hosting non-auto compounding staking derivatives for these layer one assets that have high inflation and the DAO is actually keeping those staking rewards, 20% going to AXV stakers, 80% going to liquidity. And those um, percentages of course are fully customizable by the AXV DAO. Um, but now our liquidity is growing organically by itself and it's like the DAO's funds. And so if we were just seated with liquidity and nobody else ever came in, our liquidity would keep growing on itself. If everybody else pulled out, our liquidity would keep growing on itself. Eventually, like we don't have a fixed max supply, but eventually we can just vote to turn off inflation entirely. And when we do, like our APRs go to zero. So like, oh, well then why would people host liquidity? They wouldn't. We do this after we already have a billion plus dollars in liquidity and our liquidity is still growing on itself because we earn revenue from our liquidity. So um, that's also, uh, we, we've tried to work things better into terms that people understand because everything that we're working on is so so different from what currently exists and um we, we use the term organic bonds because right now the way bonds work is you sell tokens at like a discount um for like a an arbitrarily short period of time before people have access to their rewards and oftentimes even protocols are doing it without enough liquidity where it would actually be cheaper to just buy the token anyways um but <sighs> with organic bonds we can through like set inflation parameters allow people to um, trade their way into getting discounted tokens through gravitate which is really cool because now we're not 
picking tokens that are our favorites or that we have backroom deals with, which is really currently happening with bonds that people aren't talking about. Um, and it's happening automatically in ways that benefit the protocol. So we don't even have to do anything. It's just set up properly. Things are just set up sustainably. It, it's amazing how much more we can offer from a uh, from having revenue. Um, right now, it, like wow, Axelar paid like a million dollars of Axelar tokens to be featured on Osmosis for six months. Like they could be featured on Astro Vault paired against Atom instead of or instead of our DAO token for zero dollars and have built in APR. Like that just puts Osmosis out of business. Like a centralized exchange, your market making, you're looking at like 30, 40K a month, or you could charge $0 on Astro Vault, like literally nothing out of pocket because we're actually earning revenue from your integration. So all these layer ones that can't pay to be featured, you have to pay what, 5K to even be like on Osmosis Frontier, like to be paired against the Osmo token and to still have to provide your own rewards. You can still provide your own rewards on Astro Vault. We'll also give you AXV because we're actually earning through your protocol. Meanwhile, we're providing validators, backup validators, testnet environments, IBC relayers to Archway. Uh, testnet nodes for every single layer one we're supporting. We just offer way more services for way cheaper because we have a good business model. That totally makes sense. I uh, really, really, really like the answer. I was just, maybe I'm a bit lost because I, I didn't read the white paper if I'm very entirely honest, but I definitely noted like section six, but I think I'm just going to read the whole thing like Bruce did because uh, I think it's very interesting. But I was wondering because at some point you said like, um, you're going to earn from, let's say, Adam as like a 23% APR and stuff. But like, if you're relying on these things, like the other assets and stuff to generate some sort of APR, if at some point the APR is too low or let's say zero, where does the APR is going to come from? You're not going to provide an APR like you said, or I understood not correctly. Uh, so we kept, yeah. The staking rewards is how we capture the value through the liquidity. And based on how much we're earning from the different protocols we support is how much we'll give out rewards. So if we're earning less revenue from a particular token, then we'll give them less rewards. For example, Kujira is not like currently inflationary. So making a derivative for Kujira wouldn't really make sense. It wouldn't be cost effective. We're approaching this, what we think is properly, but as a business, if you make us money, we're going to spend money and time on you. Um, so if something's high, like Evmos, we would make a ton of money on Evmos. So like, we'd be happy to support Evmos and give them a bunch of AXV. Uh, I don't necessarily think Evmos is going to sustain itself long-term, but that's not what's important to us. What's important to us is maximizing, um, the value that we're able to give to our DAO. So Juno with high inflation, we're happy to give tons of, uh, APR and high pairings of Juno. I might not personally hold a bunch of Juno. But if you guys do, then you can then earn higher APRs by by LPing it against Atom or something on Astrobalt instead of having to pair it against Osmo. Right now, the entire cause. Uh, are, are you guys familiar with the idea of like liquidity leverage? Not myself. I won't answer for the others, but uh... Uh, so, I don't. Okay, so Drake on Digital actually made a really good video um, on like is Osmosis slow rugging the cosmos. And um, it, it, when you walk through it, like Bitcoin can rug all of us above that. Like cause Adam can rug all of us because Adam's real purpose right now is it is the fiat gateway um, to the entire Cosmos ecosystem. If you want to say buy Juno, usually you have to buy Adam and then spend Adam on Juno. Then if you want to sell Juno, you have to sell Juno and you have to sell Adam, which means that there's this, this like liquidity structuring, this liquidity leverage. And right now, most of the liquidity in the Cosmos ecosystem is tied to Osmo, which means if Osmo goes down, everything goes down. Like it's all tied to it. 
So then like they need Osmo to succeed in order to be able to sustain their price, but osmosis isn't sustainable. So it becomes like a type of Mexican standoff. Like they're going to start demanding money from everybody. And if they say no, well, then the liquidity is tied to them and they, they sell your token. So like we need a large decoupling from osmosis. Part of the reason we don't even want AXV to be the primary liquidity token on our AMM is one, we earn both sides of revenue. If something like Adam or Arch is the default pair anyways, we'd rather just maximize revenue. Um, but two, because we don't want to be the risk for the entire Cosmos ecosystem. We would rather it be something like Atom or Archway, as we do think that Archway is better positioned to do so going forward. Uh, so realistically, the way things are currently set up is if I'm right about osmosis and if it does go way down, then so does everything else because it's all paired to Osmo. And then as the osmosis gets sold, like what are you, you going to sell it to Juno, which doesn't really have like significant dollar based liquidity? Are you going to sell it into... Um, I don't know, a lot of the, like, Jackal. Jackal has, like, over a million dollars worth of liquidity on osmosis, but it doesn't have liquidity anywhere else. So if you buy Jackal, there's nothing else you can do with it. Um, so if osmosis rugs, Jackal rugs. But likewise, if you have a bunch of liquidity against Osmo, if you sell all the way to dollars, can you guys you lower hear anything? Osmo, lower the price of Adam. Yeah, I hear him. Okay, I gotta hop back in. So basically, Drake on digital was right, except he overestimated how much revenue Osmosis was making because people assume that trading volume, the, the fees are, are revenue, but it's actually revenue for the liquidity providers, not for the Osmo token or token holders, which means that their expenses is 500k a day and their revenue is zero. Sorry, 60 now through MEV. Thank you for that, Eric. So yeah, basically, Eric is telling us everybody to sell everything and wait for Archway and we're going to be happy and rich. Or we can go to zero. <laughs> if there bro, are I love you. I, cosmos. Uh, I love your stance, bro. I love your stance, to be honest. Thanks, man. I, uh, Dimension's brilliant. I'm really interested in what's going to come with like Saga, um, uh, Celestia. Like there, there are lots of good innovation but my argument is that yeah much of what currently exists will be deprecated because it was set up improperly and migrations are too expensive and it's too late for a lot awesome man eric thank you so you said you had an hour right and i want to respect your time and be mindful of it thank you sir yep i gotta hop i've got another call right now but um if anyone has any questions feel free to dm me please do thank you bruce so much for reading the white paper and for hosting this awesome space uh, sorry if I hurt everybody's feelings, but um, feel free to uh, DM me anytime. Bro, man, don't don't be sorry. We got responsibility yeah, for. Don't everything. be sorry. Don't be sorry. Never be sorry. Bro, we 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 all about that non-Wagami stance in the end, right? So yeah, I just want to say, if nothing, no no one else on the panel got anything to say. I just want to say, don't forget to don't forget, ladies and gentlemen that tomorrow we have an insane Friday Pundit show with Robo, Mayor of Rackwell, Finn Foddington, and the wonderful B-Bands from the block. And the guest is going to be Frey, the needle uh, from Juno, and uh, the intriguing Mr. Big Shack from South Africa and Celsius Maxi. <laughs> so don't forget AAM EST tomorrow. Be there, be square, you plebs. Have a good night. Thank you for listening in. It's the Rex Show, coming from the Rex Store. Built this back in the Mac in the back floor. Let's
let's go Chillin' with raccoons by the back door Take all so you can stake more All I wanna do is making dough, right? But I found this crew and doing alright We wreck, will bitch, ready to fight So many raccoons ready for the boss life I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize Raccoon supply has the right prize Giving you respect if it's likewise So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile Be wise, NFT wise, fuck with these guys It's the rack lab from the back lab Hundred NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack lab from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack It's the rack lab from the back lab Hundred NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack pack from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack Blast that rack rap from the stash app Supplying the raccoons with a headbang rap Rack gang with the rack will slang Like a trash can hoodie with fangs and a gold chain It's either rack will or the red pill Best chill while we get into the first meal Best pill, best devs with the best skill No shill, all real, secret is a great deal Rack will insane, Shane better stand fast Robo shooting his tweets with straight facts Knowledge from the street, with the best plan yet Winston gotta eat if you retweet that Free of a life feed from the base camp McKenna always ready if you dare that Raccoons for his rare stash Trash panda biker gang motherfucking hashtag It's the rack lab from the back lab Hundred NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack lab from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack It's the rack lab from the back lab Hundred NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack lab from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack Ten spaces.